1: Uh, uh, uh. Yellow yeah, uh, uh, uh. uh, uh. beats, uh, holla uh. at me. And chew we on some hot. Uh, like I took this, to I see when I. Sh- like you seen them twirl, then he drops it. And we keep them to my block. And Monte keep it on him, he done dropped And we keep it wildin', he some hot Tones known to get busy with him Try to run down and you could catch Running through these checks till I pass out This shorty in me neck till I pass out I swear to God, all I do is cash out And if you ain't a Get up on my trap house I been selling like the fifth grade Really never made no difference strip them packs and how to maintain get that money back and spend it on the same thing shorty like the way that i ball out ball out, ball out i be getting money time fall out. Ball out you told me cash dog i goes all out, out shorty love the way that
0: i floss out what's going on internet analytic here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 39 we're going to be getting into drakeo the ruler or draco the ruler i don't know which way he wants it to be pronounced talk to me featuring drake bobby smurda pokemon and post malone and then we're going to finish up with jay-z but before that make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I got the intro out of the way, let's switch it up and get into the quote of the pod. okay getting into the quote of the pod we're going to talk about a unknown rapper but he's kind of on the i wouldn't say the rise because drake really picks out his features pretty um strategically like he he's probably dropping the album this month which is why he even cleared this feature but getting into the actual artist Drakio the ruler or draco i don't know which way i think if it was a draco then it would just be no e so i think it's Drakio like I think there wouldn't be an E if it was Draco so anyways Draco the ruler that's what I'm gonna call him has a new song and new album out but more importantly a new song with Drake (laughs) as I don't know why up-and-coming rappers do this they put out a project and feature the biggest artists on there and it would just I mean of course I know why like everybody wants a Drake feature but like thinking about the artist that's gonna overshadow your whole album like I don't know if this was a single before the album, which I don't think it was. I think this came out with the whole project, but people streaming this song more. People are going to stream this song more than the whole album. And it's not for Drakeo, it's really for Drake as Drake kind of. I feel like Drake knew that, too, as he didn't even give a verse. He gave a chorus, which was like a tease for fans waiting for new Drake music. So technically he gave us something new in 2021, but it's still just a chorus but uh any feature or chorus from drake will be gladly accepted by almost any artist in the in the game unless you're like kendrick so talk to me featuring drake it's a pretty smooth song like from the start drake gets into his like crooning bag where he's literally in his like singing bag but still rapping at the same time like it's, it's really weird but he comes on and he gives his uh, chorus, which is really catchy. And, of course, it's about love as that's one of the most. That's that's like one of the highest percentile as far as uh, hits is talking about love, which some people don't really think about that. But for me, thinking about what hits the charts and what do people go to, like what's the go to topic for a hit. And this is this is seeming like Drake is going for a nice to his 2021 as his chorus is pretty solid. As far as Drakeo and his bars, he comes on kind of like whispering. I don't know what type of uh, a- a- I can't even say it. <laughs> ASMR type of music he's been listening to. But I, I, if you don't even play the beat and just listen to his verse, you would think he was just trying to whisper in your ear like and, and I don't know, that may be uncomfortable. So <laughs> so as far as the track, I think the track was solid as a whole. Uh, Drakeo the Ruler definitely had nice Solid versus it wasn't this track, wasn't nothing too crazy. Um, when I think of Drake features from last year, like the ones that stood out, Your Mind Still, I think, or Your Minds with uh, Blue, it was something Young Blue, that track, Your Mind Still with uh, Drake, that, that track, I mean, that feature really stood out to me, but on this one. It seemed like Drake was going for a replayability type factor as he's only on the chorus. So you're going to hear, hear him bridge uh, Drakeo, the Rulers, verses together. So as far as the track, I think that's how they played it. Um, getting into how he got the feature. I mean, obviously, you know, people's going to interview the rapper on how he got a Drake feature because that's definitely not common. Um, he basically said Drake hit him up. And then they made it happen. <laughs> like, that's it. So, that's why I think this is pretty strategic. As Drake knows, he's about to drop music. And f- starting off with a feature is something the big artists like to do. Because it's more of like a teaser for fans to t- to just have something to hold them over until Drake eventually drops this month. So, like Drake Yo said, quote, Drake hit me up and we made it happen. And then he said, quote, there's a lot of people... And there's a lot of people that have worked their whole careers to get songs from him, and so he knows how big this feature is. And I guess he didn't care that it was coming out with his project and most likely will overshadow it. But obviously, Drakeo doesn't care, and he's just grateful, which is nice to see. I I will hope he doesn't pull a, a ninja in the in the uh, month t- in a month or two, saying that Drake used them because artists always feel that type of way whenever. Their buzz falls off, but Drake's still going. They feel like Drake used them, but it's really, like, it's really 50-50. Like, if you really play this right, you could get a bigger look. Like, I remember when Drake gave Lil Baby a feature, and people was like, oh, that's the only song people are going to listen to. And now look at Lil Baby now, so. But Drake, yo, the ruler, he doesn't, I don't know which label he's on or, like, what label he's on. I could probably find that out. But as far as, like, radio push and everything like that having drake on on talk to me is definitely going to give him more listens than his pop like th- this track with drake is probably going to have more streams than a whole entire album and i'm not trying to like play Yo the ruler i'm just saying like when you're a new artist and you put drake as a feature and you don't even put it as a single you put it as like uh an uh, addition to the album it's like uh, nobody else is going to listen to the project unless Uh, only a true fan base is really gonna listen to it but for the most part they're just going to this track for drake so i looked it up drakeo the ruler is under stink team stink uh, um, s-t-i-n-c and then team so y'all let me know what that is definitely doesn't sound like he i don't like to say this but it definitely doesn't sound like the type of label that would give you longevity and definitely is not going to keep you afloat uh two months or three months from now after this Drake feature wears off. Like because this Drake feature is definitely a stimulus package package. But I-, I also wanted to play this song because I thought it was pretty solid. I'm mainly playing it for the Drake chorus, but I will play it for the Drakeo verse so you can hear how he was giving ASMR over a beat, which is uh defeats the whole purpose. But, anyways, let's get into Drakeo the Ruler Talk to Me featuring Drake.
1: I don't know if what we have is love, but it's on my mind We might slide on it inside this cup, girl close your eyes Fifteen brothers, no friends when I pull up for a piece of mind. Lights come on, I'ma need you to come find me, don't be so shy 'Cause Cause I know you want me, girl Cause I know you want me, girl Cause I know you want me, girl Cause I know you want me Cause I know you want me Cause I know you want me Don't be shy, I got killers with me stupid I'm watching sticks, I ain't worried about no groupies I know you want me cause your bitty is a goofy Boss you up, your lifestyle could be exclusive But I don't know cause you be hanging around with losers Internet chores and trying to do me 650S, I feel like a little boozy. You want me so to all your friends that you stupid Stop complaining to me, I am not the one you love Ain't coming over late night, don't want no shoulder rubs And it changes every night, I'm holding guns Hold me down, or could you slow me down? I'm a dog, cause you really know me now When black and whites come, getting holy now Another reason, I'ma have to slow it down Snakes in the grass, you know I had to blow them down We at the club, blow my down the slide. Look for the bright lights, I ain't really hard to find we at the club on my down the slide. Look for the bright lights, I ain't really hard to find. I don't know
0: if what we have is love, but it's on my mind. It's your boy Dreams from the notorious Mass Effect. Ever wanted to turn your spare change into thousands of dollars? Well, that's where Acorns comes in. Acorns is a micro investing platform that does the saving and investing for you. You simply link a credit or debit card. And after each purchase, Acorns will automatically round up the amount you spent to the nearest dollar. Then it will take that change, no matter how small the amount, and funnel it into your investment portfolio that's tailor-made for you. There are no deposit or account minimums to maintain, no commission fees, and no penalties when withdrawing funds. Download the Acorns app on your mobile app store to start turning your spare change into generational wealth today. So as you heard, uh Drake comes in with the smooth chorus, definitely pretty catchy, and adds to the it adds a lot to the replayability uh replay factor. And um, as you heard the ruler comes in with his ASMR verse and overall, I think it was a nice touch to the chorus. Like, it, it helped out. I don't think Drake Hill was, like, carried in any sorts of, in any sort of, like, I don't think he was carried at all, but I think he did his thing. It, it just didn't stand out to me at all. So hopefully he can stay afloat from this Drake stimulus package and just keep the buzz going because that's what artists have notoriously failed to do, keeping their career alive because they got a Drake verse too early, so... Hopefully, he doesn't just end up like, what was his name? It was a guy who was like, who, who Drake used just to get his producer. He got his, I forget his name. It was like Take Keith, and then it was like a really, really nice beat. But I forget, like, like that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, I even forget his name. Hold up, let me see if I put in Drake Take Keith. Drake and Take Drake and Take Heez. His name is on the tip of my tongue. I just can't really think of it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I can't even think of his name anymore. And he put out this song with Drake like not too long ago. Hopefully y'all know who I'm talking about. But, uh, hold up. Okay, Look Alive. I think that's the name of the song. I really gotta look this up now because he's really on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Block Boy, that was his name. Okay, see, that's like, you know how big that track was. Like that track's going to be, well, it's early to say, but I think that Look Alive is going to be way bigger than this song will ever be. And so, and look at Block Boy JB now. So, yeah, hopefully it doesn't, that doesn't happen to Drakeo the Ruler. And hopefully it just keeps afloat from this Drake Stimulus Package. So, yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Drake Stimulus Package? And does it help or hurt artists more? Like, which one does it do? Does it help artists more or does it hurt them? Because I think that's a pretty interesting uh, question. So now we're going to switch it up and get into music. Okay, getting into music, we're going to be talking about somebody that a lot of people were waiting to come home. Because there was another guy who came home that came home in a way that wasn't very um, compatible with the hip hop culture. <laughs> and y'all definitely know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try not to bring, uh, say his name throughout the segment because I think they should be mutually exclusive. But with Bobby Schmerda, <laughs> I don't know why I say his last name like that. But, anyways, uh, Bobby, he's n- home. He's, he's basically home now from prison after six years in custody. A lot of people was waiting for him the quote unquote king in New York and they was also waiting because he was incarcerated for weapon and conspiracy charges but took a longer I think he took a longer sentence so rowdy rebel would get out before him or have a shorter one. That's what it was. So people a lot of people in the hip hop culture was saying that was very honorable and that's why they're doing all this now that he's out. Like they're just trying to show basically they're trying to show the fans that this is how you do it not the other way that the other guy did so Bobby Shmurda he's now uh released he's free and when he came home I think uh, okay Quavo Quavo said that he will personally receive Smurda from prison upon release quote I'm gonna let Smurda show you how I'm gonna pick him up because people was like Quavo she's doing this for clout and everything but from my understanding Quavo and Amigos had a really good not like a really good but like they had a relationship a working relationship with Bobby Shmurda and they was working on music in 2014 before he was locked up so this is like a long time coming and I'll be interested to see the buzz that he keeps with him coming home like how long will he keep this buzz because not everybody can be like Kodak go to jail and come back hotter than he was before so I'd be interested to see that with Bobby Schmurter, but as far as the sentence and everything, I don't really know too much about his case. All I know is that they're comparing him to how you're supposed to do it, and they're just really just congratulating this man on coming home the quote-unquote right way, like as far as the hip-hop culture. But yeah, so Bobby Schmurter was also saying that um, when he got out, he said, quote, on that was his mom his mom was basically saying uh just overjoyed that her baby was coming home and just saying she misses uh bobby and stuff like that uh when bobby got out he said that he missed his mom too of course i mean that'd be weird saying like no nah, i didn't miss my mom at all in jail like imagine somebody coming out saying that but Yeah, so Bobby Shmurda, I mean, he's officially home. There's really nothing too much to talk about. All I know is it's a big topic. And I think, okay, so with Bobby Shmurda and the other rapper that I'm not going to name throughout through this uh, segment, I think that the way that Bobby came home is pretty honorable, but at the same time, like hip hop culture is very hypocritical in certain aspects. And with Bobby Shmurda coming home, they better treat him the way that they said it was going to because of the other rapper who came home the quote-unquote wrong way they literally like blackballed uh, blackballed him out of the industry so now with bobby there better be like twice as much love for him as far as like building up his character and just showing people that this is the way you do it and if you want to show the audience the fans that that can't that don't give to you know what's about the street code or whatever then you better show that you better show that on the billboard charts because that's really where it counts. Like long lasting music is usually on the billboard charts. Like name of, name a song from like five to six years ago that wasn't that you know word for word and tell me if it was on the billboard charts. Like it's nothing wrong with being it's nothing wrong with listening to underground artists, but I think most people will be lying to themselves if they say they don't play some of the top hits more than they do their favorite underground rapper. So yeah, the whole Bobby Shmurda situation, I'm just hoping he gets whatever feature he wants. And I'm I'm hoping that at the end of the day, he shows why people should have waited on him this long. Like, I hope he takes his time, doesn't rush anything out. And I just hope he comes and just raps. Because he was never a lyrical rapper, quote unquote, but he was very much a hype type rapper. So for him, putting out a track, with that same energy. I think that's just going to go crazy. I mean I don't know if he. Do y'all think he should wait. But until like 2021 opens up. Like with no mask mandate. If he goes to Atlanta. He could definitely open that place. As, as they're just regular people. Just walking around like. Over been Ben Love. So he could go to Atlanta. That would be interesting. And even with Quavo and Amigos. That would make a lot of sense. Through the video. Anyways I'm getting too many. I'm giving out too many ideas. So with Bobby Schmurder, I think that. He should definitely wait. Wait it out. Get uh get to know the music field right now. Listen to some of the current music. Because if he comes back with a Bobby, you know what? Part two, then it's gonna be a long, no, it's gonna be a short career for him. And I don't see him doing that. Even his PR team, I'm I'm seeing putting overdrive and really working his image and everything like that, trying to show that he's changed. I mean, they even his PR team even had a video come out with him denying water. Well, no, denying a bottle of alcohol, and then after that, proceeded to take a drink of water. So that his PR team definitely knows the, what they're doing, but I just hope his AR team and his homies know what music to actually try to push him towards because that 2014 ta- uh, sound, even if you are Drake, people still don't want it. Like as much as fans say, oh, we love their old Bobby, try to be like old Bobby. They're going to say, oh, you, you still the same. Like, they're literally only going to respect the, the music you put out if you switch it up a little bit. And don't switch it up. Like, don't come on there whispering like you're Dracchio the ruler. But just, like, don't come on with a Bobby, you know what, part two. Or a hot, you know what, part two. So, yeah. That's what I'm I'm... I'm skeptical about like I don't really know what type of vibe he can go towards, but that can also work in his favor. But you have to make it work in your favor before it does. So, yeah, click my link here in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Bobby Schmurder coming home and when do you want him to release his first single? That's all I had. That's all I had for Bobby Schmurder. Now we're going to switch it up and get into gaming. okay getting into gaming we're going to talk about a game that literally took over the whole world as soon as it was created like the way it just took over and no other game ever can compare to it is why it has its own day in february february 27th and what i'm talking about is pokemon so pokemon has made an unofficial holiday february 27th pokemon day it's celebrated every year on the day that the original games Pocket Monsters Red and Pocket Monsters Green were released in Japan. Those Game Boy, those two Game Boy uh, games started, Kickstarted a franchise that went on to become the highest grossing media franchise of all time. Pokemon is now 25 years old. A lot of people love Pokemon, even myself, I remember I remember. Playing Pokemon on my DS as a little kid. If you can remember the times when people still played on DS's. And the PS... uh, Plus? I think... No, it wasn't PS Plus. What was that called? The little handheld PS console. That was low-key underrated. That was a great console. And I don't know why it didn't sell as much. But I played Pokemon as a kid. If you didn't play Pokemon as a kid... Um, I think it was so popular that almost everybody had to play Pokemon as a kid. Like, it was just one of those things that it just took over. Like, you had to bend a lot to understand how Pokemon took over the world. But twenty five uh, Pokemon now is 25 years old, which is weird. As... Yeah. So, um... Then tying into, into music, Post Malone, out of all the artists in the world, came out and developed something for the nintendo culture he made um a track that was inspired by pokemon and the reason that this was like inspired is because like the reason you can tell is inspired is because he literally put like pokemon inspired on the track list like I pull up Post Malone and go, hold on, postcard, who is that? I have no idea who that is. But anyways, you go to Post Malone, click on his latest single released in, when was this release? February 25th. Uh, only want to be with you, Pokemon 25 version, so he knew what he was doing with this release date. And he just giving homage to Pokemon and just really honoring the the legendary franchise as he didn't have to. I mean, Post Malone is one of those where he he does what he wants. So obviously he felt like giving his time towards Pokemon because it, it probably had a lot of impact on him as a little kid. The rest of Pokemon, it wasn't really clear. On how the whole day is supposed to be like rolled out. Like, are they making announcements or anything? Because I don't think there was any announcements. And I remember listening, watching the Nintendo Direct, and the only thing that I remember coming out of that is the Mario Golf game. Like, they've had Nintendo has had Mario de- do everything from saving a princess to being like a doctor. Like the whole thing with Mario and how many different things he's done. He's played tennis, golf literally the whole Olympics went to space. Like, Mario's done everything, and he was supposed to be just a plumber. So, Nintendo's very interesting with that. But with Pokemon, I think that was something that it just, like, it's a very legendary franchise, and you can't really go wrong with anything you come up with it, but you still have to care for it because even though it's a legendary, legendary franchise, it still needs prep work for promo and everything like that, so yeah that's all i really have for pokemon um for people who play pokemon a lot what is your favorite game you've ever played like favorite pokemon game you ever played because for me it would have to be the one with the little it was like a not a dragon but it was a it had like eight arms or something like that or six arms i think it was called like diamond or black diamond i don't know it was one of those and at the end of the game, it was, like, an Easter egg on you can get that Pokemon on the cover. But you had to, like, do so much and, like, get to the end. And there was, like, a little Easter egg. And this was back in the day when you couldn't even use the internet like that because it, it didn't even have gl- uh, cheat codes like that. Like, you had to learn. I forget how people even learned. Like, I think. How did people even learn cheat codes back? There was, like, the internet was so much harder to navigate back in the day, like, uh, compared to now but some some way the, the nerds found out how to do it and it the word just spread like it, that's literally how the the Easter eggs, Easter eggs work so it like the internet right now is in a very different more transparent place back in the day if you try to look this stuff up on the internet you will be uh, very sad at the, to come to the conclusion that it's, it's not possible like it's just it's not gonna happen because and that's a whole like discussion with like video game and cheat codes but the, the reason that cheat codes are more accessible today is obviously because of the internet and the interface improving but like besides that games have made it so difficult to do certain easter eggs because they know how transparent it is on the internet That even when you're on the internet now it's, like people don't it's hard for people It's hard for people to catch every, like, game or every Easter egg because they put so many into it now. Like, it used to be, like, two or three, and they'll be, like, they'll never find these Easter eggs. Now it's, like, 50 to 60, and, and they hoping that people don't find every Easter egg. So that's how, like, gaming has evolved into, like, a more transparent world over the Internet. That makes It makes Easter eggs so much easier to find, and it's just, like... That's why gaming is, is one is such a high grossing genre right now. Even is it a genre or a platform right now because with esports, with everybody famous from who's famous that from Offset to I think some NBA players sponsor teams. I think Snoop Dogg does too. But anyways basically people are investing in these esports teams so it shows you how big they think there's gonna is gonna go as back in the day if you told people you was playing video games it was more of like a nerdy type hobby or but now it's more accepted in in society so that's interesting to see and just see the evolve and just see how it evolves like to the end so yeah that's all i really have for pokemon uh click my link tree in my bio And let me know, what do you think of Post Malone's Pokemon version of his track? And do you think it's good or bad? So let me know that. And we're going to get to the final segment and switch it up and get into pop culture. Okay, getting into pop culture we got to talk about one of the best rappers of all time. And on and off the studio. I can't really say on and off the court because he's not baller. But anyway, what I'm talking about is Jay-Z. So on and off the studio, on and off the studio, he's making like the greatest of all time type deals as he's officially sold half of his Ace of Spades. To the ownership of LVMH and the abbreviation for that is Luxury Brand Mohe Hennessy Louis Vuitton. Hopefully, I pronounced all those words right. I know I got some of them right, like Louis Vuitton. Like, I, I know that, that one, but so Jay Z sold 50% of his ownership from his uh, champagne brand to the LMH. Oh my goodness That's so many words LVMH And he And it was just a quote That came out Saying that Sean Carter Is pleased to announce A partnership With Moet Hennessy As they acquire A 50% stake In Ar- Armand D. Brignat. Yeah Messed that up The champagne brand Wrote on Twitter So even the official Hennessy brand Came out And just celebrated The partnership With Jay-Z And him selling them 50% of the brand Because I know that was probably a lot of money I mean you sell 50% of anything you would hope it'll be a lot of money or you would just hold on to it yourself So this seems to be like a huge deal the actual numbers wasn't really uh, specified as it just wasn't disclosed to any of the big major websites so I don't know when that's gonna come out but I guess right now they just want to focus on the on us knowing that Jay-Z Jay-Z acquired a 50% stake and all my bring not <laughs> yeah i'm messing that up i'm telling you i don't i do not know how to pronounce that in two <laughs> in 2016 uh 2006 and debuting his drink call in his show me what you got music video so jay-z's been working on this for a while like he's already invested in brands in 2006 it's, t- it's 2021 right now You can only only imagine what type of money he, he made From selling only 50% Well not only That's like a lot That's like almost That's like almost you own the company But basically he probably made a lot from that And he understood that the bottle industry Is on the decline right now As with As with COVID The whole thing with COVID it's just that whenever you're doing um like somebody yeah something just threw me all the way off. Y'all probably don't even see it near nor hear it, but anyways, the whole thing with COVID, the, the champagne companies are going on the downward spiral spiral because not many people are going out, hence there's nobody buying champagne to celebrate because they're not going out. I mean obviously people can buy champagne and bring it to the crib but it sells the most when people go outside so yeah but, but with Jay-Z's deal I feel like it wasn't more because of the pandemic I think it was just the timing and I mean I don't know I guess timing and pandemic kind of goes hand in hand as he didn't sell this he didn't he didn't <laughs> best believe Jay-Z didn't sell 50% of his uh Ace of Spades brand Outside of the pandemic. Like he did it after the pandemic started. So maybe that was a reason for it. Like you never really know. But Ace of Faze is definitely no slouch. As it stole over 500,000 bottles. In 2019. So it's not one of those. Where it was just like it was failing. And he decided to get rid of it. No Jay Z had a thriving champagne brand. And sold it. For 50% to. A very well known brand. In Hennessy. So it's just like. Jay-Z is one of the greatest rappers of all time, and he he reminds me of uh, LeBron, like how he does just great deals on on and off the court, like LeBron does great deals on and off the court, like as far as like just as a human and just moving around and putting his people in different places, and Jay-Z reminds me of the same way, like the way that these rappers can just do something musically and step out from music and look from a whole different perspective and then get into that hence the stock market or investing or is investing the same as stock market stock market i don't know but basically jay-z is making all the route right moves and he started this in 2006 like just think about that like think of the type of time you will have to, like... No, the type of patience you will have to have to know that this will eventually work out in the long run. And it's just very inspiring to see things like this because Jay-Z didn't have to publicize this. Like, obviously, New York Times and all those other big publications was going to jump on this. And even when they did jump on it, Jay-Z's people still didn't give them the specific numbers of what they were speculating. So it's just very honorable all around. Like, the, the way that this... just the way that Jay-Z conducts himself as a person and well not even as a person because nobody knows Jay-Z unless well the the people who actually know him know him but you know what I'm saying like from the outside looking in it just looks spectacular the way he's just maneuvering and just going from because he literally said he used to sell like drugs to the community and now he's doing all these different brand deals and living the life with music and it's very inspiring shows you that if you stay committed to something you could eventually become that now i don't know if you're going to become jay-z like i don't like i'm not saying all that like don't get don't get too ahead of yourself that's not what this message is about at all like you can be the best version of yourself (laughs) now as far as being jay-z you can be the best version of yourself so hopefully people keep that in mind and don't try to like there's nothing wrong with shooting for the stars but some people try to act like they are a star when they're just part of the public you know what i mean so but yeah that's all i really wanted to talk about with jay-z's whole situation i know this whole podcast is gonna be kind of short um that's not really on purpose but you guys, you guys got to think about it like there's really no music coming out I mean Bryson Tiller dropped a deluxe we could have talked about that um I know we're going on like 34 minutes or something like that but like really with the whole music field it's not it's, it's very dry and, and gaming like I literally talked about a movie last week because it was gaming related like gaming and music has definitely taken a break and I don't see gaming picking up anytime soon as in the summertime gaming definitely doesn't or the big games definitely don't come out in the summertime which is crazy like i don't know why but they usually come out in the fall time because quote-unquote people are indoors more so whatever you would think summertime would be the great uh, greatest time to put out a video game because people have free time but anyways yeah and getting into the music scene like it's just like there's no music dropping. Like, Drake Drake has literally scared the whole industry into thinking he's going to drop on any given Friday. Like, it's insane if you know what's going on behind the scenes. Artists are literally asking around when is Drake going to drop. And Drake's just chilling, nursing his torn ACL, I think. And I'm not joking. Like, he actually tore his ACL, I believe, playing basketball. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe let me chill. Anyways, Drake wanted Drake, let's just say Drake wanted to be an athlete and he got it. <laughs> so yeah. That's all I had to say about the whole Jay-Z situation. Uh, click my link to my bio and let me know. What do you think of the Jay-Z aces uh, Ace what's it called? Ace of spades deal. And did you see this coming? Now, some people actually follow the stocking market, stock market pretty close. But yeah, now we're gonna switch uh well, now we're gonna switch it up, we're gonna get into the overview of the pod. So we had Court of the Pod, got into Dracchio the Ruler, Talk to Me featuring Drake. And we just talked about how Drakeo is just really like an ASMR type rapper. And hopefully Drake, like, hopefully his stimulus package doesn't overshadow Drakeo and he just doesn't become the Talk to Me guy like, oh, you're that guy from the Talk to Me video. Then we got to music. We talked about Bobby Shmurda. So. As far as Bobby Shmurda, he did it the right way according to hip-hop culture, and I'm just hoping that they sh- they keep that same energy for Bobby Shmurda and get him on the charts that they have for that other rapper that supposedly did it the wrong way. Then we got into gaming, talked about Pokemon and Post Malone. I don't know what Post Malone was doing, but obviously Pokemon had a huge impact on him as he put out a Pokemon, he like he put out a Pokemon type cover, so... Uh, he put out Pokemon inspired track for Pokemon Day, which I had no idea they had a the day. Then we talked about and then we ended it with pop culture getting into Jay-Z talking about him, to, talking about him selling half of his Ace Space brand ownership to, to Hennessy. So yeah, that's all I really had to talk about. Well, that's definitely not the outro. Oh, so rewind. <laughs> That's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you want. <laughs> I'm messing this all the way up. Letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link to my bio to access my social medias. And follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show. Click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect. It's your boy Dreams from The Notorious Mass Effect.